the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. Okay, let's let's take a little trip over to uh, Ocean Grove Beach in New Jersey. I've never heard of Ocean Grove Beach, and I would imagine most of you have not either. But it's a it's a beach on the shore in New Jersey. Well, you remember Hurricane Sandy several years ago? Well, Hurricane Sandy went up the East Coast, destroyed a whole lot of things, including the fishing pier at Ocean Grove Beach. Destroyed it. Just totally, completely destroyed it. So, the uh, Ocean Grove Camp Meeting Association, which is associated with some Methodists in the area, decided that they would do something nice for the community. Uh, They would raise some money, and they would rebuild the fishing pier. So they began raising money. They needed about $1.3 million to restore the fishing pier and build some other facilities at Ocean Grove Beach. And uh, so they began raising the money and so forth and making a plan for... uh, Rebuilding the fishing pier. Well, the fishing pier was the typical rectangle. You know, narrow, long, went out into the water. And uh, pretty narrow, pretty long. And evidently, there was a lot of fishing. And sometimes it would get crowded on the typical fishing pier. So they decided not just to put a a long, narrow fishing pier out. They decided to do long, narrow, and then two arms to come out on each side. So instead of having just one with two sides, it would have the long center section and then two arms protruding out from each side, and it would give much more room, much more space to fish. Well, what could possibly be wrong with that? Well, it's the shape of a cross. Yeah, it's the shape of a cross. Now, was there any religious symbolism? Uh, Not really. Did they have prayer benches? Uh, No. Was this a, 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 a vertical stand-up cross? No, it was. And I would imagine most of you in your minds can see a fishing pier going out from the shore, two arms sticking out on each side, and if you could look from above, yeah, it would, uh, it would look like a cross. 
Quote, Michael Badger, president of the Camp Meeting Association, said that Jersey fishermen would get congested at one end of a typical rectangular pier. So a cross-shaped pier with three fishing spots just made sense. Again, quoting, We did not set out to make it some brand of Christianity, but after the plan was seen, we did see it as an inspiration. So, are are you following me? At first, they didn't even realize it was a cross. It was just a more efficient fishing pier, which would give more fishermen room to fish. But then they looked and said, oh, wow, that's kind of cool. It's in the shape of a cross. Quote, the uh, ministry, which is the Ocean Grove Camp Meeting Association, has legal authority over the beach property. Well, they are causing, and I'm quoting from a local news source, is causing an uproar with its cross-shaped pier, according to an article by a local newspaper. Again, I'm quoting. Its cross-shaped pier has upset the LGBTQ plus community. Why? Is there anything anti-LGBTQIA plus on the pier? No. Scripture verses about homosexuality? Uh, no, no, no. It just, it just happens to be in the shape of a cross. And the local newspaper says it has upset the LGBTQ plus community after the construction plans were unveiled in July. I'm quoting. The pier's shape could be viewed by some as an endorsement of Christian nationalism. What? Now, I have said this for ages. We're going to get to the place where, you know, telephone poles, they have a cross member up. They look like a cross. Telephone poles, power poles, utility poles all across America. If you really look at them, they look like a cross. Now, I'm serious. As loony as it sounds, we're going to get to the place where people are going to protest telephone poles, utility poles that have any kind of cross member. It's like I say at the beginning of my program every single day at 3.30. You can take two pieces of material. It doesn't make any difference what it is. It can be wood, plastic, chrome, silver, iron, and you can put them into a million different positions, but the minute you put them perpendicular to each other and they even look like a cross, people go crazy, which is what's happening in New Jersey. Now, in the same story from the NJ.com, the New Jersey newspaper, listen to this, and I'm quoting. In the same story, a semi-retired 
Presbyterian pastor, huffed. The Methodist Association is attempting to bully its captive, vulnerable, secular citizenry. So not only is the LGBTQIA plus community all up in arms, a semi-retired Presbyterian pastor is upset as well. And he, the Presbyterian pastor, is threatening to raise the issue at a homeowners association in the near future, demanding that they halt construction of the pier. Because it just happens to look like a cross. It wasn't planned that way. It was just, hey, this is the most efficient pier that we can design. And, oh, wow, look, it happens to look like a cross. Now, my first response is, you got to be kidding me. But here's my second response. It is a reminder of the power of the cross. The cross is not like any other symbol, and it shouldn't be. The cross is our statue of liberty. The cross means forgiveness, salvation. The cross means the ultimate sacrifice. But the cross to the secular world is a reminder that there is sin that had to be paid for. Yeah. The cross is different. It is unique. It is not like any other religious symbol anywhere in the world. It is the cross. Yeah. As I say with uh, love for the Bible, don't ever be ashamed of the cross. And if you're a member of a church, don't you dare ever take the cross down because someone might be offended. No, 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 no. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. It has uh, been a while since I've issued a warning about just sin, how destructive it is, how appealing it is, and uh, the fact that well, you you will get caught. A uh, couple of glaring examples in the news just today. And uh, I'm hesitant to, to name names. I really am. Uh, but this is all over the news, so it's not a secret. I'm not spreading gossip, and I'm certainly not attacking anybody. But uh, many of you are familiar with Matt Chandler. He is a pastor of a big megachurch down in Texas called the Village Church. Uh, he is also the president and chairman of the board of the Acts 29 Network. He has been one of the best-known leaders 
in the Southern Baptist Convention for quite some time. Well, sadly, uh, he has hit major news just recently in the last two weeks. Uh, He has been asked to step aside for a time from his responsibility as lead pastor of the Village Church in uh, Flower Mound, Texas. Again, one of the larger churches in America. Uh, he has not been fired. He has not been, he has not resigned. He has voluntarily gone on a leave of absence for a while. Why? Because of inappropriate messages on um, Instagram between him and a woman in his church. And it's a little muddy uh, after this. Uh, Matt Chandler and the church say they were not romantic messages. They were not sexual messages, but they were inappropriate. Quote, they were not romantic or sexual in nature. Again, quoting from the church, did not rise to the level of disqualification. Uh, Chandler described the chats as, as, quote, coarse and foolish joking that's unbefitting of someone in my position. Now, we don't know the content of the uh, messages, and personally, I don't think we need to. Uh, This is for the local church to deal with. This is not for the uh, public to deal with. This is not for American Christians to deal with. This is a local church issue. Uh, The elders of the church investigated. They felt that the messages were inappropriate. They agreed that they were not romantic or sexual, but they were coarse and inappropriate. If you ever attend one of the marriage conferences that Joy and I do, we go verse by verse through Ephesians chapter 5. And in that wonderful chapter on marriage, Paul warns married couples about inappropriate jesting. Check it out. Ephesians chapter 5, which is what happened. Uh, So the church requested that he take a leave of absence to deal with this, to repent. Uh, His wife was aware of that, well, not while it was happening, but he told his wife, and, and they're getting help and counseling and so forth. And then when Acts 29 found out about this, the Acts 29 network, they asked him to step down uh, as the chairman of the board and from any speaking engagements uh, representing Acts 29. Now, it is a reminder. These conversations were inappropriate. That's how things begin. A man begins communicating with someone through Facebook or Snapchat or or Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and it's just kidding around, messing around, but it's inappropriate. And it builds from there and leads to outright sin. It is a reminder, be careful, be cautious, 
Guard what you do. Guard what you say. Guard your marriage. And then, just quickly, Brian Houston, the founder of Hillsong Church, resigned in disgrace not long ago because of multiple sexual scandals. And I mean multiple. And when these problems came to light from Brian Houston, and there were multiple women who accused him, he was drunk and passed out in a woman's hotel room. Yeah, mm mm-hmm. Well, scandals all over the Hillsong Church movement began to pop up. Leaders here, there, different cities, and so forth. And it was a scandal that encompassed the entire Hillsong Church movement. The reason I bring this up, Brian Houston is back in the pulpit. And he's saying, well, David did things like I did. And David came back, and God used David so God can use me. Here's the difference. If you follow the life of David, his sin was deep. His repentance was just as deep as his sin. And here's the problem that I see with Brian Houston. I don't see a Psalm 51. I've looked. If you read Psalm 51, that's the psalm that David wrote after the affair with Bathsheba. He is broken. He is crushed because of his sin. He is pleading with God for mercy And he is completely willing to face the consequences of his sin. I don't see a Psalm 51 from Brian Houston. Maybe I've missed it. I've looked. He disappeared for a while. And now he's back. And just says, well, David did it. So I did it. David came back. I'm back. Uh, No doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.